Hey friends, it's Todd Reynolds and it's time for another Toddcast. On this Toddcast series, we're talking all things mortgages. If you tuned in earlier, we debunked a bunch of myths about how to buy a home and what you have to have and what you have to do. We cleared all that up. So this week, in this episode, we're going to start diving into the things that are important to prepare you to get a mortgage. Now, the first first thing that everybody thinks of is credit, and credit plays a big part in you qualifying for a mortgage. But sometimes we're under the impression that if our credit score has a few dings, that we just have to rent for the rest of our lives. We'll never get a mortgage. And that's not true. So uh, there are mortgage products out there for all types of credit scores. Now, you do have to be credit worthy. Uh, There's good news. If you've had some uh, bumps in the road and your credit's not great, there's ways to improve your score. And we're going to talk about some of those ways today in this podcast. But I do want you to understand how a lender, a mortgage company looks at credit because it's important to understand. You know, all of us have credit scores that are generated by three different credit bureaus. And as a lender, we look at the middle score. We don't take your best score. We don't take your worst score. We take that score right in the middle. If there's multiple borrowers, we're going to take the two middle scores from the, the borrowers, and we're going to use the lower of the two. It's a little bit of a conservative approach, but that's how the industry does it. Now, most of us these days have access to credit reports through Credit Karma, through another uh, consumer-based credit scoring system. And those are great tools to use. But I hear some complaints from time to time because we'll get somebody that's in the process and we'll pull credit and we'll say, well, your credit score is 680. And they'll like, no, it's 702. I pulled Credit Karma at 702. Well, there is a little secret to all this. You're looking at a consumer credit model where we're looking at a mortgage credit model. The scoring is different. Now, where Credit Karma can help you, even though the score is not going to be exactly the same as what we end up using, it will tell you with trends. Uh, If your Credit Karma score is going up, then our mortgage score is going to be going up and vice versa. If you forgot to pay something or had a bump in the road, your credit score is going down. Our credit score will go down as well. Great tool to use. Keep using it if you are, um, because it's good to keep an eye on your credit and which way things are moving. Uh, so we're going to use a mortgage credit uh, pool. The Kind of the easiest way to tell the difference between that and a consumer is if you got your report for free, it's probably not a mortgage-based credit pool. Uh, those all cost money because we have to pay for the engine that actually generates that score. Uh, still great to use. Keep using them. So we're going to look at credit. You know, if you've got a low 600 credit score or a low 800 credit score, there is a product in the mortgage space for you and your mortgage. So our job as mortgage professionals is to get you the best possible product for your scenario. Um, The better your score is, just being real truthful, the better your rate's going to be and the more options that are going to open up to you. So as I've said in previous uh, Toddcast, We want to make sure that you come get pre-approved first before you go out and start looking. And it's never too early to get pre-approved. You may not be thinking, I I talked to a a potential borrower yesterday that's not looking to do anything until three or four months down the road. But he's starting the process now because he wants to see what could he do between now and the time that he's ready to improve his position and to get more options available to him. 
That's how you should do it. Don't go out and fall in love with a home and then try to get pre-approved. Let's talk as early as possible. Let's get you on a plan because even if you have a 700 credit score and we have 60 or 90 days before you're ready to buy and we can turn that 700 into a 730, guess what? Your rate's going to get better and you're going to save money. It could be up to, it could be thousands of dollars over the course of the first few years that you're in that home. So it's always a good time to look at improving your score. It doesn't matter if it's if you're in the low 600s or the low 800s. If we can improve it and put you in a better position and we have the time to do that before you're ready to buy, then we want to do that. It's what it's what we need to do to make sure that this home buying experience is the best possible and we put you in a position to build wealth. You build wealth by paying less interest. You pay less interest by having a better credit score. It all works together. So let's say that your credit score is not where it needs to be. Maybe you haven't used credit for a long time. Uh, I, I run into people all the time that had a, a misstep years ago and just decided, I'm just going to use cash from now on. You know the old saying, and God we trust, the rest pay cash. Some people live by that and they pay cash. Well, what happens when you've paid cash for seven, eight, 10, 12 years is your credit score flatlines. It doesn't move up. It doesn't move down. You're not using any credit available. So nothing happens. Your score is not getting better. Your credit score is going to be pretty much where it was when you quit using it. So we still have to fix that. We still have to repair that credit. Um, And we can help do a lot of that right here at the Todd Reynolds team. If there's some steps we can give you and things that we can knock out that will gain you 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 points in credit, we're going to do that for you. If you are in a situation where you need more detailed help, more hands-on, then we work with some of the best in the industry at repairing credit. Not folks that just want to cash a check and have you pay them and nothing happens, but folks that truly understand how credit scoring works and can help you make the right moves to improve your score as quickly as possible with the least amount of money. So we've got those referrals. So Feel free to reach out to us if you feel like you're in that bucket. Probably what we're going to do is recommend that we take a peek at it first. And if it's something we can help you with, we're going to do that for you and get you on your path uh, to home ownership. But let's say you have some challenge credit, as we like to say. There are things you can do to improve those scores. First and foremost, um, there is a strategy when it comes to paying down consumer debt. If you get $5,000, let's say you get a bonus at work and you go off and you you put $5,000 down on a credit card and you pay the whole thing off. Yeah, that feels good. That, that credit card's gone. But from a score improvement stance, that may not be the best thing to do. We may want to spread that $5,000 out over three or four cards and lower the balances on all of those, which then increases your possibility to gaining a higher score scoring model. So let's say that you've got a balance that's at 50% of your credit limit. So you use 50% of the available credit to you. If we can get that down below 30, you're going to get positive movement on your credit score. So there's, you have to be strategic. Yes, it's great to pay stuff off and that may be the best thing to do, but not always. Maybe we can, if we're in the vein of trying to improve credit scores, at the end of the day, we all want to pay everything off, right? That's the goal is we want to live without having to pay interest because that builds wealth. We're not using some of our income to pay interest payments. That's that's the that's the end goal. But there are steps to get there, and a house will help you do that. 
let you in on a little secret. You know what will improve your credit scores more than anything is a mortgage that you pay on time. They put a lot of weight into mortgages. And so if we can get you to home ownership, we're actually helping you build better credit just by doing that. So be strategic with how you pay balances down. One way that you can also boost your scores is ask for higher limits on certain cards that would drop you below that 30% threshold of used credit for that particular card. Guess what? Your scores start improving. Now, my disclaimer, probably from my mom, is just because you have a higher credit limit doesn't mean you should use it. Actually, it means you shouldn't use it. We want to keep you below 30%. But if you have cards that they might raise it up and there's a benefit for doing it scoring-wise, it's something to consider. Another thing to consider, if you have what's called thin credit, which means you just don't have a lot of credit, maybe you become an authorized user on uh, another credit card that has a 10 or 15-year history. Maybe your parents have a card that they paid on time and they're good stewards with, and you can become an authorized user. All of a sudden, that credit card's data, all that payment history, all the time they've used it, that flows into your scoring model, and it could improve your scores. Now, that's that's an option. I'm not saying it's going to fix everything, but that's an option. But first and foremost, if you want to improve credit, you have to pay bills on time. Do not miss payments. If you miss a payment, if you go 30 days late on a credit card or anything else, it is a heavy, heavy hit to your score. And then it takes months for your score to climb back up. Someone once said, you know, my credit score falls 10 times faster than it rises. And there's some truth to that because of the things that you do to make it fall. You're asking folks to loan you money for a mortgage. It's a large investment. It's typically a large sum of money. They want to make sure that you can handle credit. That's what they're looking for when they look at credit scores and your credit report. So don't miss payments. I do think it's a great idea to pull a credit report every six months or once a year. Uh, don't just pull it and look at your credit score and like, oh, great, I'm doing great. Let's keep moving. Look at the data that's on there. Make sure that there's nothing on there that shouldn't be. If there's any on, anything on there that you don't recognize or that it's not reported correctly, then we need to get that fixed. I know it may be hard to believe, but erroneous information actually makes its way to all of our credit reports more often than you would think. So make sure you're reviewing your credit at least once or twice a year. And if something's on there that shouldn't be, then dispute it. Now, there was an old trick to raise credit scores back in the day that you would dispute a bunch of accounts, whether they were erroneous or not, and your credit score would rise. And that's a truthful statement. The problem with that is, in today's world, if a lender sees that you have a bunch of disputed accounts, they're not going to loan you money. They're going to make you remove those disputes and see what your true credit score is and then base their decision off of that. So only dispute stuff that you need to dispute, meaning you don't recognize it, you don't think it's reported accurately, something like that. But get it fixed. Make sure the good the information that's on your credit report that's going into the scoring model is accurate information. If you've got collection accounts, uh, which happen to all of us from time to time, then we need to deal with those. But before you just start paying collection accounts off, um, you really need to talk to a mortgage professional. Give us a call here at the Todd Reynolds team or call your mortgage professional uh, because there is a strategy around how we deal with collection accounts. I don't have time to go into it on this Toddcast, but 
contact a mortgage professional and say, hey, I've got these things I want to address. Do you think this is the time to do it or how best to move forward? And we can help you with that. Um, I've heard people say, I can't build credit because I can't get credit. Well, let me say this. There is a credit card out there for everybody. Now, some of them may be secured, meaning you have to put $500 in a savings account and they'll give you a credit card with a $500 limit. So in a sense, you're prepaying along the way. But whatever you have to do to get a credit card so you can start improving credit, you have credit, good credit standings, the only thing that improves credit scores. And you can't get improvement without credit cards or without some kind of consumer debt reporting. So we've got to address that. A secured card might be the way to go. If you haven't used credit in a long time, like I said earlier, and your scores have just flatlined and you have one or two credit cards, but it's not really moving. There are some things that we can do, like adding utilities, adding your rent payment to your credit report, which will help generate positive credit flow, which will also help improve scores. So there's some things we can do. Uh, talk to your mortgage professional. If you don't have somebody you're working with, give us a call. We can talk you through it as well. Uh, but there are ways to improve your score. And it, every every point matters. So keep working on your scores. And last but not least, uh, the, the formulas that they use like to see what's called a blended credit mix, meaning you've got some revolving credit, you've got some installment loan, you've got uh, an auto, you've got different things going on. So it's not all just two credit cards or not all one car payment. It's a blend of stuff, a mix. So we want to make sure that that you've got that. That will help improve your scores as quickly as anything else will as well. So make sure that you're in a good place. Like I said before, don't go out and fall in love with a house and then come to us to find out, hey, we really need to work on your credit a little bit before you can afford it. It's never too early to start your credit um, building. It's never too early to improve your scores. It's never too late to stop improving your scores. If you've got a 780 credit score, that's awesome. You know what's better than that? A 785 credit score. So always be improving your credit scores because it's going to pay off in benefits, not just with your mortgage, but with your insurance and other things along the way. A lot of industries look at credit scores to, to determine what they're going to charge you in the way of interest. So make sure you're always improving your scores. Find out where you are. Find out where you need to be. Talk to a mortgage professional. Give us a call. Get going. Start improving your credit. Be ready when it's time to purchase a home. We can help get you there. Until next time, have a great week. We'll see you on the next podcast.